0: to another episode of phoenix chat and again right off the bat this one's a real good one because once again we have the biggest juliet fuck up mm. Mm. yes 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 Yay. <laughs> 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 oh man um no sense in wasting any sort of time so we can allish every not. single moment of juliet's biggest <laughs> fuck up um so <laughs> a- as you guys um we, we last left off. Um, you guys left the mines after waiting Mr. Salt's office. You found a little bit of like stuff and some money and stuff like that, and you started racing back towards the town because, you know, you wanted to see if Hope's Landing was alive or not. To <laughs> yeah, be spend?
1: completely honest, I thought everybody was going to be dead except for, like, Mom, Boondock, and Lucky. I mm-hmm. thought everybody was going to die. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, God, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Because we didn't know uh, Shivam's system either We were mm-hmm. just like, okay Let's let's just, you know Get back in time, make sure everybody's like Not dead
0: Um, um. Yeah, so You guys, race back to town Um, just a breakneck speed Kind of assuming the the absolute worst yep. Um I then made a role in Discord channel And then didn't really tell anyone what the role meant Um so again, and I mentioned this earlier, I had a system where like everything they did in order to help the town would like uh, increase the modifier of this roll, and then anything they would do to like uh, uh, have to make the town like spend more time defending it, or like um, uh, the, the more like long re- the short rest and long rest they took, um, I would decrease that modifier by a little or a lot. Um, Thankfully though, you guys like uh you did a lot to like actually help the town. You actually strategized some like very good like reasons and stuff like that and trained people and gave them supplies. Um and you also like in the dungeon you only took like two short rests and didn't have to take any sort of long rest. Um And we would so, all kill you if
1: anything happened to Mob poot Doc. I would just like to point that out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so I rolled kind of a middling number, but you guys' modifier was high enough that like things were fairly okay. Um, you storm back to town, and you saw that, like, uh, the buildings and stuff were kind of smashed, and there was very few buildings that didn't have, like, a lot of damage to them, um, And we were all
1: like, oh, that's fucking fine,
0: nobody cares about the buildings. (laughs) Yeah, um, but as you're kind of, like, storming through town on horseback, um, you see that, like, a lot of the people are still, like, fighting back, and, like, the- there's lots of, like, um, undead bodies that are just, like, uh, out and about in the town, there's some buildings that are on fire, but, like- for the most part, you guys didn't see any like of the the townspeople's bodies uh, around town. Um, so you you start storming around. You eventually get to like the the midpoint of town, like near the tavern. Mob and had set up a um, like healing area, and you can see like some people were injured, but it didn't seem like anybody was uh, for, like dead or uh, out of it. And um, Mod just kind of like looked at you guys with like a look of relief and just kind of said like Lucky's uh, over um, a little bit like west of town, Um, he he went there with the uh, assassin and Festus. You go like uh, help him see if he's okay. Um, As you guys stormed over to that uh, building, um, I believe like I described it as like you guys walked up to it and you guys literally just like saw like a fireball exploding inside of the building. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and so, like, fucking, like, double-timed it over there, like, Boondock's, like, um, about to fucking burst a blood vessel before, um, Boondock sees that, uh, from, like, the smoke and the flames of the building that, um, uh, I believe that Lucky is currently helping Festus get out of the building. Mm-hmm. Um. I think and- at that point
1: Juliet rushed over because she has already attached herself to, uh, Festus because she's like, oh my god, yeah. my drinking buddy, no! <laughs>
0: Yeah, and so, um, Festus can't use one of his legs right now, but besides that, he's alive, and, like, Lucky seems, like, scratched up and kind of burnt, but also just, like, alive. Um, (laughs) uh, and then uh, Lucky kind of explains, like, yeah, nope, turns out the assassin was uh, a shithead all along, because, uh, as soon as she got the chance, she immediately tried to kill me, but got kind of lucky, and, um... Festus manages to take a bullet for me and I managed to shoot the assassin so I think she's currently dead and burning up in the uh building over there um as Boondock just like unable to fucking uh hold it back any longer just wraps up Festus and Lucky in this big bear hug Mm -hmm. yeah I (laughs) know it it, it was very like just this like nice sweet moment um You guys then, like, keep storming through town, trying to, like, look for any more survivors. If you found survivors, you pointed them, uh, towards where Ma Boondock was, and took out the few remaining, uh, undead. And as you guys sweep the town, like, once more, you feel like there aren't any more, like, people you missed, and there aren't any more, like, uh, zombies wandering about, so, um, you regroup with Ma Boondock. Ma is currently, uh, healing people, and, um, uh, as Boondock takes a quick, like, head count of the town, he sees all the people he expects to see. You mm-hmm. guys did it, you uh, defended the town of Hopes Landing without losing a single person. Yep, pretty much. Do yeah. um, you want to go ahead and explain what happened after this as everyone kind of breathes out a big sigh of relief here?
1: So basically what we did is we, I think Mom Boondock is the one who set up like a medical camp and I think we just like finished up what she had started um, with just patching up everybody in the uh, in the town. Mm-hmm. Um, after everything was said and done, and Duck was talking with us, like, what happened? I pull out my mayonnaise jar! (laughs) Um, and in this jar had 200 gold that I found. Um, the eyeballs from Mr. Salt, and also ectoplasm from the ghost that I shoved in there. And I was so damn proud. I'm like, look, I have your eyeballs. And she's like, uh, Okay, and then she took yeah. out the coins and gave them to me, and I looked at Boondock I'm like, "Am I allowed to have this now?"
0: <laughs>
1: and he's like, uh eh, fine." And I was like, "That's what I thought." And I put it in my <laughs> coin thing, and then Ma Boondock puts my jar of eyeballs on, uh, like her fireplace mantle thing, and I was like, "Yes, validation <laughs> from a mother figure couldn't be me."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. I love that because my mental picture is that, like, um, you know, there's, there's, like, all these keepsakes and pictures and paintings and stuff like that, like, um, maybe, like, some things that, like, um, Lucky and Boondock made when they were kids, but also just, like, uh, a mayonnaise jar that has two eyeballs with some ectoplasm on it that shares <gasps> the same amount of importance.
1: <laughs> Wait, so if Ma Boondock unofficially adopts me, does that make me Boondock's sister?
0: <laughs> oh, bring that up to Boondock. See how they feel about that.
1: <laughs> I fucking hope so.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And uh Lucky, at this point, after he, he's healed up, he kind of walks up to Boondock, kind of explains like, "Yeah, um, ta- the 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 townsfolk uh, are here, but like, uh, I feel bad that we couldn't do more for the towns." They kind of look around, and they see like. Most of the bu- the buildings are like burning, and like uh, the buildings that aren't burning just have like severe amounts of damage. There's going to be a lot of rebuilding they need to do. Um, and Boondock just immediately just likes it. it doesn't like really matter that much as Mara wraps the uh, Lucky and Boondock up in a hug and says like, "Well, I mean, what are you talking about? The town, ice, as I see it is right here," as she points out to everyone who's standing in the Alive. town square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah but boondock and lucky is both kind of just like tear up a little bit as they kind of just like smile and everyone just having like a pretty good time as i kind of realized well um we're gonna have a nice long rest and then in the morning i guess we gotta restart re- rebuilding rebuilding town um so yeah you guys uh i believe all, everyone kind of camps out under the stars and then i think we know
1: this is how i pictured it i think we all pretty much fucking passed out on one another because it was like we were pretty much been going non-stop (laughs) (laughs) since that day and then we went and fought like i don't know how many things and then Mm. we were like passed the fuck
0: out (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the party just all kind of collapses onto each other as the rest of the town just kind of sets up camp around you guys um you guys have a very well-deserved long rest, um, get up in the morning to, uh, a nice, like, southern breakfast of, like, grits and biscuits, um, mm-hmm. and as you guys are eating breakfast, you, um, oh, uh, Boondock has, um, a scene mm-hmm. with Ma, right, right before you guys wake up, actually. Oh, yes! Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Boondock gets up before everyone else, um, and Ma, uh, who is also up, uh, just kind of like silently waves him over and uh, hands him a cup of coffee. Um, And (laughs) for a little while, they just kind of sit there in silence for a little bit before Boondock kind of starts to explain just like uh, that Boondock saw Pa and Boondock actually got to properly say goodbye. Um, At this point, Ma just kind of has... (laughs) The <laughs> Juliet. Yeah. Ma just kind of has tears in her eyes at this point as she kind of just says, like, the, I, I know for damn well that uh, Pa would be just so, so proud of you if you could see her <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> the whole party is, like, asleep, but the players are just, Sorry. like, sobbing in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And so, Bunda kind of just finally looks at the guitar that uh, Pa finally properly gave uh them um as ma just kind of says like you know that guitar is yours now properly it should have always been yours um and uh i I know for a fact that Pai would have wanted you to have it um and uh ma also kind of just apologizes a little bit for like because she always wanted someone to protect the town of hopes landing um because boondock was still a kid when they were thrust into that role but um you know they they couldn't i mean the boondock was always going to end up being the sheriff it didn't matter if it was now or later they were always going to end up doing it um and so um they they have this heart chart with ma and they uh finish it off by ma asking them well do you want to play that song that pa taught you um And as the rest of you guys wake up in the morning, you wake up to the sound of Boondock playing guitar as Ma sings. Yeah. Um,
1: and then (laughs) we all ate breakfast, and everything was fine, nothing happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess I'll explain this next part then. (laughs) So you guys all ate breakfast, and everyone else besides Juliet was fine, because um, as um Juliet finishes the breakfast, Boondock's like, "Hey, Juliet, can I can I talk to you for a second? And Juliet's like, "Uh, yeah, sure. What's up?" Um, as Boondock explains, well, Mister Salt was kind of like a piece of shit, and like he, he was also breaking the law and everything like that, but also like. The Laws of Hope's Landing say you you can't just, like, break into someone's, like, business like that. So, um, Boondock looks you dead in the eye and says, As the Sheriff of Hope's Landing, I hereby sentence you to jail time, as you just kind of-
1: I was so pissed. Okay, I just wanna- I was like, are you fucking serious? After all of the shit that I helped you do, like, I stopped the Hydra Gang, I testimonied in court for this bullshit, I didn't have to do any of this. Our job was to find the fucking library and get out of there. We didn't have to fucking do all of this shit, but I stayed for you. I... I your dad's grave for you, I let your dad possess me for you, I fucking went in there against that Sinhydra and Legion for all of this town, so they wouldn't die, and you want to go around and tell me that I'm arrested for this bullshit when he was a dickhead and did all of this shit? Okay, yeah. buddy.
0: So, Boondah kind of feels, like, slightly bad about this, but, like, also explains, like, well, because you did actually help, like, defend the town of Hope's Landing and, you know, did all that stuff, um, y- you're not gonna be jailed for as long as you would normally be, um, the, all you have to do is just, like, uh, community service until you guys can get the supplies that you need, um, to head to
1: your next destination. Um. And she agreed to that, because she was like, Oh, okay, that's fine. Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? Rebuild the bar. Wait, what? And she's gone. Yeah.
0: Julia immediately sprints towards it, just, like, having no actual, like, building experience whatsoever, but just, like, she needs to rebuild the bar. So she found a way.
1: (laughs) Um, I remember that I, while rebuilding the bar, I was looking around to see if there was any alcohol whatsoever, and Mm. we found two cakes, and... You know, it's, it's it's funny, because this kind of shows, like, Juliet's not just a fucking asshole all the time. Yeah, all she the time. took one of the kegs and, like, rolled it over to where Festus was. And, because he, he couldn't walk or anything. He was still, like, you know, on medical stuff. And uh, she was like, here you go, buddy. It's it's on me. And kept the keg. Like, I think she drank the other keg dry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't
1: remember what happened, but she she did not take anything from Festus's though. She gave that to him. Completely. Mm,
0: yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that was good. And so Festus kind of, like, cheersed at you before drinking one sip of the beer and immediately passing yep. out. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, my god. And then
1: I think at that point, like, everybody in the party was, like, you know, helping rebuild the bar and, like, and all this other stuff. And then while we were doing that, Faith uh finally charges in, like, okay, where's the fire? Where's the fire? And like all of these, like uh all of the townsfolk that had retreated were like, Oh, it's cool, we killed everyone. What? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> and she's like, Well, what the hell happened? And we're like, uh We uh, there's a lot of shit that happened, but okay. Basically, we once we finished um building the bar, it was around like nighttime. And we all decided to go in and uh, talk with Faith. Like, have a pretty much a meeting with Faith in Ma Boondock. And so we told her everything that happened. I think we also called Cass and told him what, what was going on, yeah. too. Okay. Um, so we basically told him all what happened. And Faith was like, okay, why don't you guys go to Soliana? You could find a true sightseeing. You could hire somebody to do a true sightseeing potion. Um, so you can... Uh, differentiate who's the doppelganger and who's not. We're like, oh, okay, cool, that makes sense. Uh, And she tells us Soliana is like this place of like, like, scientists, like the Ibis Cognosius Guild, like, scientist shit. Science. That. Um, Where you can basically get anything you want altered on yourself. So you can get night vision, you can change your gender, you can get wings on your back, anything. And we're like, oh, sick. And then Cass brings up the um, something super fucking interesting.
0: Yeah, so... He, um, go ahead, you go ahead. Boondock wanted to know if, like, the Oracle could also be shitty too, because, like, um, Mr. Salt had information on the Oracle, um, and Mr. Salt effectively funded the Oracle. So, like, um, if the Oracle, like, uh, had connections with Mr. Salt and Mr. Salt was shitty, then, like, there was a very good chance that the Oracle could also be shitty. And so, Cass explained that, like... The Oracle is probably not evil, but she's definitely extremely pragmatic and, like, her actions can seem extreme. She does things for the greater good, but, like, it's it can be, like, so, some very morally uh, questionable things. So, for example, um, she had a prophecy when Cass was uh, much younger, and her prophecy was effectively that uh, this child that was uh, born... the the child would eventually grow up in order to uh, be possessed by this uh, horrible demonic entity. And because that child uh, would be uh, possessed, the best thing to do would would be to kill the child right now before it it could be a girl and that kind of powerful. And so Cass, of course, refused um, saying that the child hadn't done anything wrong quite yet. And there was a chance Mm -hmm. that the oracle could be wrong. And so Cass tried to do everything in his power in order to prevent um, that fate from occurring, but like, turns out that fate was inevitable because the child eventually did end up getting possessed by the demon, and Cass had end up having to take the uh, kid down much later. Um, and so, uh, with that though, the the same day that Cass had to to kill the person possessed, um, Juliet remembers that uh, there was one day in the the Jackal's Den where Cass kind of came back, just, like, completely fucking out of it, um, just not looking good whatsoever, didn't really talk to anyone, just went to his office, um, and Juliet realizes that was the day that, um, all of this happened. Um, so if you want to go ahead and explain.
1: So, basically, how Juliet views Cass is, like, a father figure, because Cass is the one who took her away from her really bad, like, past. He's the one who, like, got her this job, who has cared for her from the beginning, ever since she became a member of the uh, guild, and whenever she got to Phoenix Art. Like, this man has always been there for her, and she has pretty much, um, told him everything. Everything there is about her. And she assumed that she- he also confided in her just as much as she did to him. Well, hearing this, she felt so fucking betrayed. Like, this is something huge and he never told her about it. And she wasn't mad about the fact that he had to kill a kid. That that isn't that isn't something she would be mad about because like people have to make really tough decisions all the time, especially in that guild particular. So she wasn't mad about that. She was more mad about the fact he never told her about any of this. And so I don't remember what exactly I said, but it even made you feel bad and it was amazing. It was basically a big old fuck you to Cass, and she basically stormed out of the bar and, um, headed toward that fountain in uh, Hope's Landing, and Hops went and followed her.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so, the Cass, uh, uh or, or I believe, like, Faith, uh, tried to kinda, like, follow you to try and see if she could, like, uh, reason with you, um, mm-hmm but Cass immediately stopped Faith just cuz kind of like yeah no give Juliet some space here. Um, yeah. And so Cass and Juliet explained to the rest of the party um you so your next mission then is to head up to Soliana and get this True Sight potion. Um and in order to get to Soliana you're going to need to trek through the mountains which is going to take a bit of time. Um and also because you're going to be traveling by like wa- by wagon um you're going to need winter clothes because Soliana is up north in the mountains, so it's going to be a very cold, snowy place. Um, so I believe Cass at this point put in like a, orders for um, some snow uh, snow clothes for you guys, and mm-hmm. uh, you guys were then going to wait uh, around Hope's Landing for a little bit, to rebuild the town, um, while you waited for that order to come in. Um, yeah. And I believe at this point, Essen went to go uh, talk to Juliet, if you want to explain what happened there. Ye-
1: well, before that happened, uh, they all... Everybody but Hops and Juliet, obviously. They all went to go help Faith with uh, Petunia, who is Tyson's little sister who needed the surgery. Um, was Faith the
0: doctor? Faith is the doctor, yes. yes. Um, and then Faith also brought an accountant, um, because... One, I explained there's like some money and stuff with the guilds they can use for projects like these. So, mm-hmm. Faith um, didn't charge Titus and Petunia for this very expensive treatment um, because the accountant was there to like uh, figure out some uh, some sort of like the, the amount of money that the, the guilds could pour into this, this sort of outreach program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with that though, I also set up this accountant NPC because you guys found a ledger, um, in Reverend Salt's office, and so I figured you guys would make the connection: accountant, ledger, ledger. Accountant. We should give it to ledger. him. Ledger. Yeah. <laughs> Did we? No. Yup. So I set up this entire NPC. <laughs> His he was a half-orc named uh, Craig Bloodfang. Um, Yeah. I even had a fucking backstory for him too, back in Phoenix Heart, he also has a husband uh, called Dave Bloodhoof, who's a Minotaur, Um, and they formed the Fang and Hoof Law Associates. (laughs) There was this entire little, like, backstory I had prepared, and you guys just never questioned anything to Craig. Okay, to be
1: fair, Boondock is the one who had the ledger. Mm. Boondock did not make this connection.
0: Yeah. It was yeah. nice, it was great, loved all of that <laughs> Um, yeah, so Faith is currently going to spend a little bit of time in Hope's Landing, then, uh, carrying Petunia mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then, uh, at, at that point uh, Essin Wett goes off to uh, talk to Juliet
1: <laughs> Yes, so Juliet is being all angsty and pouty at, mm-hmm. uh, the fountain, and Essen comes over and he's like, hey and she's like, I don't want to fucking talk, do not talk to me, and he's like, okay I won't talk, I'll just listen I was like, that's bullshit. Whatever. I'm just pissed. And he's like, you know, I don't remember what exactly Essen said, but it was like a fucking brilliant speech. I'm like, yeah. damn, Essen out here with the speeches. Mm. Um, but uh, what did he say? I can't even remember. It was like uh geez, I'm having like a brain fart. Um, it was basically just super uplifting. Like, look, I know that you have really bad trust issues, and it feels like people have betrayed you recently. And I was like, You fucking think? And he's like, But you need to listen here when I say that we're all here for you, and we're all here to help you. We're not, I don't think Cass meant to do that, and I'm sorry that he hurt you so bad, but you need, I'm pretty sure he never meant to hurt you in any way, shape, or form. And I can't remember what else was said, but I was like, Wow. Okay. Nice. (laughs) And then. Juliet kissed him and shook everybody. We're like, oh, shit, the ship (laughs) has (laughs) be gone. And uh, finally, the three of them, because Hops was also there, like, my godparents, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) We're like, it's fine. Chill. Um, So we head back to the tavern um, after Juliet calmed down a little bit. And, uh, everybody was pretty much gathering up in there, even though there was no alcohol, sadly. Uh, we found out Ma Boondock does tattoos!
0: Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Essen wanted to get an angel wing tattoo finished, um, and so, um, oh, but before you guys uh, added to the tavern, um, mm-hmm. I believe it this, was this the point that Boondock gave uh, their big speech?
1: Well, we got to the tavern when Boondock made the speech.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so,
1: how it happened was we got to the tavern. Mom Boondock was currently giving Morgan a tattoo, which I jokingly said, get a tramp stamp. And he was so on board with it. And I was like, no, (laughs) wait, do not get a tramp stamp, please. (laughs) Instead, he got uh, I think a zombie head being lassoed
0: or something on his arm, (laughs) on his
1: not-sleeved arm. And I think Juliet just got the same, uh, like, swirly sleeve she got, but on her thigh.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And then that I gave the speech
0: yeah um so boondock then gave a whole big speech um basically saying that like um well uh yeah that uh, they were always kind of like destined to be like sheriff here but right now they currently have like a, this bigger mission going on and um right now the the main thing that they need to do is stop the shapeshifter um so for the time being Lucky is going to be the Sheriff of Hope's Landing, um, which is something that Boondock never thought that he would willingly give up. Um, but he basically promised to the townsfolk and everyone else, though, that, like, um, I'm heading out there and I'm not gonna come back to the town until this world's a uh, better place. Um, and so the townsfolk are all just kind of, like, cheering Boondock on, like, uh, go out there and give them hell, Boondock! Um, all, all just kind of shouting, like, words of encouragement, um, as Lucky promises that, uh, they'll keep the town safe uh, in the meantime, but, um, Lucky doesn't think it'll be too hard, because it's not just him defending the town anymore, as the rest of the town also starts, like, cheering and saying, like, they'll defend the town, uh, to the bitter end. Um... Yeah, now they fucking do. <laughs> bitter. Yeah. Still bitter. <laughs> oh, man. If um. I don't
1: get a plaque in that bar, I'll be pissed. <laughs> Just saying.
0: There better be one. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, th- it's very uplifting scene. Once again, all the players are just like, tears, tears, oh no, it's all very sweet and nice. Um, as, uh, you guys head back into the tavern for the night, uh, Essen kind of says to Ma, like, oh, um, can you help me fix uh, my angel wing tattoos and get those finished? Mm-hmm. Um, and Ma agrees, um, and, uh, as Essen's getting the tattoo, they reveal, um, something important about their character. So um as they kind of realize that the the relationship with Juliet's getting more serious, um, they uh realize that, well, they uh kind of known for a while now that they are um the gender they want to be isn't the gender they were born as. Um so they uh asked Ma for a little bit of advice on like what they could do to fix that. Um and so uh Ma said to talk to Faith, and after Essen talked to Faith, Faith revealed that oh, um, yeah, in Soliana, they can do, um, uh, they, they can change your gender. Um, so, yeah, as soon as you head up to Soliana, it should be, like, a, a fairly reasonable thing for you to change, um, um, yeah, so, the I believe that was the, the rest of the night, then, as, uh, Essen then retired for the night, and all of you slept until morning. Um, mm-hmm you guys woke up, and then I had Morgan fix up your weapons. So, yeah. with all the materials that Morgan found, uh, in Reverend Salt's office, um, he was able to kind of start tinkering with, like, the weapons and stuff like that, and give you, uh, I gave this specifically Juliet something, a new little tool. Um, so, Juliet has the produced flame cantrip, but can't really use it too well, um, and so, Morgan effectively gave her a new gun where, basically, um... Instead of the gun requiring ammo, the gun requires Juliet to cast Produce Flame on the gun, so it stores up this, like, heated charge. And it can fire this, like, burst of flame that explodes at enemies. Um, yeah, and so I think Julia at this point just, like, scooped up, uh, Morgan and a hug.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, not only that, but, um, he also helped fix my... Uh, sword a little bit Well my kunai really So now I have this thing called Spirit Shackle and basically I can sink if I decide to I can sink my kunai So I'll lose it and it won't come back into my hand Into anybody I want Well not anybody any like anything that I stab at Um and I will know Their weaknesses And their languages that they speak And I was like ah oh, sick This is nice and then I can't remember What essence upgrades were what was that
0: um, so, <laughs> Essen has not used any of their upgrades quite yet, but, um, I upgraded their weapons so that, um, they can use a bonus action to enter Lotus Dance, which means that, like, um, their whip does, like, AoE damage, but it does AoE damage to everyone. If they use mm. this bonus action specifically, then their whip only affects enemies. Um... Oh. And then, in addition, they also have a special action they can make one attack against every enemy in range, um, and if they do, they can uh, risk, rest- uh, based on the amount of elemental damage they do, um, they can distribute the total amount of elemental damage as uh, healing between all, uh, everyone. Um,
1: hey, Essence player, if you're listening, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know, could have done that at any point in time. Ah, <laughs> hasn't especially
1: last fucking week!
0: Mm. yes it would have been really useful last week yeah no fucking shit um I I think at this point Essen just says to Juliet hey wanna spar
1: (laughs) and I was like fuck yeah I wanna spar and then I had the bright fucking idea hey let's put a bet on this and they're like oh shit what are we betting on and I was like I don't know what do you got and he's like tell you what or no what did I say I said if I win, you have to pay my entire tab the next tavern we go to. And that's a fucking lot considering Juliet's a goddamn alcoholic and can drink pretty much an entire bar if She really wanted to. And then Essen was like, okay, all right, fine. Tell you what, if I win, you owe me, what was it, like 50 gold or something like that? You owe me 50 gold and I get to pet you whenever I want for the next 24 hours. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Fine, let's do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and yeah, I so, fucking
0: lost. <laughs> and me, yeah, like, it wasn't, like, a very close match either. You basically no. <laughs> just got the fucking, like, shit beaten out of you.
1: However, however,
0: you, during said yes, fight, thing.
1: I wanted to try that new thing. And I was like, okay, I Spirit Shackle essence. I'm yeah. a fucking idiot!
0: <laughs> because I was sent reeling at that because I realized, oh fuck, here's what happens. Um, Because uh, Essen isn't the only soul inside of Essen. Essen also has the Kirin inside of himself. Um, so, so not
1: only did I stab Essen, but... You stabbed the fucking Kirin! <laughs> I stabbed Kirin.
0: <laughs> yeah. He and was so not not only did you know all of, um, Essen's languages, you, knew na- you now knew all of the Kirin's languages. So I'm like, okay, this is neat. So, like, uh, what languages does Juliet now learn? As I look up the fucking Kirin languages, and the Kirin languages are every single goddamn language! Them. Every single one! It just says all!
1: <laughs> all of them. And I it's not all. just...
0: It's not just all languages. The Kirin also has telepathy!
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thankfully, it was just up until Juliet's next long rest, but for for like a solid day, you knew every single language and could speak telepathically.
1: I think during that day, I taught Essen uh, Abyssal.
0: Right? You tried to teach an Abyssal because you yeah. now knew Abyssal.
1: Yeah. yeah. You weren't and then able I to tried to him, read like, everybody's mind, and uh, Morgan had a fly... Buzzing around in his brain. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: uh, Boondock had fax machine noises. I'm like, well, this is dumb.
0: I think hops was Mario Kart music.
1: Yes, hop. No, hops was the Wii music, wasn't it?
0: Mmm, Wii Shop yeah. music. That's what yes. it
1: was. Yes.
0: Yep. Um. Yeah. By the way, I will actually just admit during this fight, like, it wasn't also just like a beatdown. I think like S managed to fucking knock you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: that's that. That's what we uh un- decidedly agree upon we we're like all right let's see who can knock each other out first and i mean oh i got God. some pretty good hits on Essen, but like yeah
0: i'm very squish you're very squishy and also you're a rogue you're not meant to 1v1 people yeah yeah i tried You're though. very specifically not meant to do that well um, does
1: juliet know that no
0: noted noted <laughs>
1: not at all
0: no. Yeah, so you guys spend the rest of the day <laughs> patching Juliet up as Essen just begins to happily start patting Juliet's tail, <laughs> confident in his victory, Ew. and just slightly smug about it as Juliet just soon sendaries it up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think we just helped rebuild most of the town after that,
0: too. Yeah. Uh, you guys were, kept building the town in the, the next morning. Um. In the next morning, though, Faith decides that she wants to talk to Juliet. Wrong <laughs> so... choice. Faith, if you hadn't noticed, um, what is in fact Cass's uh, girlfriend? So like. She really wants to, like, talk to Juliet and kind of explain, like, Hey, I like, cast the is very important to you, and, like, you're definitely very important to Cass, so, like, he never meant to, like, hurt you with this sort of thing. But, like, as she's trying to, like, explain this, Juliet just progressively gets more, like, mad and unhinged about the entire situation.
1: <laughs> well, you gotta think of it like this, too. Like, this man, who she thought was, like, a father to her... ...fucking betrayed her, and now your father's girlfriend wants to try and patch things up for him? Bro, no, that's such- that's so shitty! hmm
0: Yeah, um, so Juliet obviously does not take that very well, but, like, um... Faith does actually manage to get like a little bit of leeway by eventually just straight up saying like you are way more like the than you both realize, um, as Juliet just goes completely like feral at that. Uh, yeah, pretty and much. Faith just kind of calls your bluff and says, "All right then, if you want to be done with this, you can be done with this, um, and uh, Cass doesn't have to talk to you anymore." And obviously Juliet's like, "Well, fo- fucking you know that like, that's like not what I want, but like fucking shut up." <laughs> She said, said, um, well, you still care about
1: Cass, don't you? Like, you're not just gonna kick him to the curb. And she's like, shut the fuck up. You know the answer to that. I don't have to answer shit to you. And then (laughs)
0: left.
1: And as she left, Essen decided, hey, I really like Juliet. I'm gonna learn how to make alcohol.
0: (laughs) Yes. As you do for the alcoholic Kitsune you (laughs) like. Essen decides to ask the other alcoholic in town... (laughs) <laughs> How to make ben. beer. Yep. However, Essen does not know, uh, Festus' name. Um, Essen kept calling Festus, like, Thomas or, like, a uh, Fergus and just, Fergus, like, Fergus, yeah. Second... Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so, like, uh, as Essen keeps calling, uh, Festus Fergus, is just getting, like, more and more, like, uh, peeved. And eventually, like, alright, fine, I'm gonna make a little prank here. Um, because, uh, Festus starts going into the details of like alright you get like hops in a barrel Um, and as uh, he says hops in a barrel Essence says like oh like hopscotch and the gears slowly you you need like fax machine noises from Festus as Festus just uh, immediately says yes yes that is exactly what I meant you need to let your grung soak in a barrel for a little bit and then give that alcohol to Juliet
1: (laughs) Which, obviously, is not how you make beer. Because considering Hops is a poisonous frog. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Who not
1: only is a frog. Frogs don't drink with their mouths. They drink through their skin. (laughs) So when they put Hops in this alcohol barrel, she is literally, like, consuming all of this alcohol at once. A two-year-old.
0: Yeah, so um, Juliet's just fucking like storming off from Faith and just sees in the distance as Essen walks out uh, holding this barrel of beer uh, that currently has hops just kind of like feeling pretty goddamn drunk, uh, just swimming around in the barrel. As yep. Juliet just stares at Essen and she's like, What the fuck are you, guys, are you doing right now? Um, as Essen says, Oh, I'm making beer, you need to put hops in a barrel.
1: And this is where she fucking lost it and she was like, are you fucking serious right now? Nobody can drink that because hops is poisonous and hops is like good. It's my barrel. No one else can have my barrel. And I was like, no one else can have your barrel because you'll die. She's like, well, I'm not dead. I'm like, I'm not arguing right now. So she goes to Festus pissed, and he's like, hey, I'm like, you fucker. I I, I trusted you. I thought we were friends. I gave you a keg. He's like, it was just a joke i'm like well quit fucking joking around these idiots will believe it will you stop <laughs> uh, yeah. at, at this point you know how cats when they get spooked are really pissed off like their tail poofs out this was Juliet walking around tail poofed out pissed the fuck off about oh, everything God. that has happened in the past 24 hours
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah so um Juliet storms off, uh, Boondock is kind of <laughs> chuckling at this entire, uh, experience. Um, yeah, Boondock
1: let it happen, mind
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and eventually, like, a uh, night falls, um, all of you guys have a nice little RP moment where, um, Hop's still drunk and Morgan try to make cookies as Boondock tries to stop them from burning down the goddamn kitchen. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Uh, you guys make the the worst cookies ever, um, and eventually, like, all settle in for the night. Except for Juliet. Juliet (laughs) gets an idea, if you Uh, want to explain.
1: Okay, so, first of all, I was staying up because I decided I'm gonna actually make them real cookies and just replace the bad ones so it'll be fine. Um, But then I get the idea, hey, what if Faith is hiding something? Or, like, what if I can find something out? So I decide to sneak out in the middle of the night and go to Tyson's house because that's where Faith is staying to, like, check up on Petunia. And so I'm, like, sneaky, sneak, and sneak I pick the lock, I head inside, I think nothing of it, and I'm starting to head up the stairs. Well, Faith starts coming down, and I was like, shit, so I go and hide. And Faith just goes over to Petunia and, like, you know, just checks up on her vitals and everything. So I start heading up the stairs again, and Tyson starts coming out, and I'm shit, shit, and I was like, how can I get out of this? Like she's right there, and I'll, I'll get caught. So I panicked and I poofed into a fox. And Tyson sees me and he's like, "What the fuck? Why is there a fox in here?" And Faith is like, "Oh shit!" Um, and she like makes uh, mirror images of herself so like they can all like you know scoot the fox shit. out of the house. Mm-hmm. And I sprint outside, I'm like shit, um, <laughs> not even thinking anything of it. And I I waited until they closed the door and I make sure that like. Fox wasn't there before I headed back because I thought oh my god if they see me head straight back to Bob Boondock's house they're gonna know it's me (sighs)
0: and then the next morning happens next morning happens um Boondock wakes up uh, nice and bright and early and uh Faith is also up pretty early says like hey Boondock uh, could you come over here for a second um and she explains I am absolutely certain that I locked the door last night but like the door was like open when I checked it and um uh there was a fox that was just, like, inside of, like, Titus's house. Um, and it was one of those things where it's like, um, uh, Faith didn't think it was extremely weird to see a fox, but the main thing is that, you know, you guys have been targeted by a shape-shifting, um, fucking serial killer who yeah. has done, like, some weird wild shit and has some weird wacky powers, so mm-hmm. Faith's like, this is probably not any, like, uh, it, it could just be nothing. I could just be paranoid. But also, do you mind if, like, um, uh, if we gather, like, up uh, the party members and I'll cast, like, divination to see, like, if I can get any more clues about who broke in or, like, what broke in here? Um, and so, like, uh, Boonduck just said, like, what did the fox look like? And, uh, Faith explains, like, it was like a, a red fox. Um, And Boondock just kinda sighs and says, It's Juliet. And Faith just says, Are you sure? And Boondock says, Yeah, there's no fucking red foxes out here in the goddamn desert. (laughs) So Boondock (laughs) walks off. Juliet's currently just, like, uh, working on rebuilding the house, and just feels a menacing presence behind her as she turns to see Boondock, No,
1: I didn't turn around. I knew Boondock was coming. I was just working harder, working harder to make sure I do not make (laughs) eye (laughs) contact.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Juliet just erratically hammering, just don't turn around, don't turn around. Don't turn around. He doesn't see you. (laughs) As Boondock says, Juliet- can we talk for a second? As
1: She's Juliet, like, I'm kind of busy, I'm help building the house.
0: <laughs> As Boondock just asks you point blank, did you break into Fate's house last night? And Juliet just immediately like, you have no proof.
1: Which no is... proof it was me.
0: <laughs> Great defense. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Juliet immediately just like, uh, it could have been like a fennec fox you saw or some shit like that. And Yeah, just like... fennec
1: foxes are in the desert, you don't know, you don't know.
0: Boondock just kind of sighs at you and just says, like, uh, okay, come on here, like, come clean, um, uh, as Boondock just yeah. kind of, <laughs> um, yeah, Boondock says, like, alright, we, we need to go down to the fucking sheriff's office to file a new report here, um, as you get an idea, and you say, oh, I have a really, like, smart yeah. idea here, and as you head down with Boondock, um, so... Boondock and Yu waltz into the Sheriff's office, um, and Lucky springs up and says, like, Oh, Boondock and Julia, just the two people I was looking for. And Lucky goes on to explain, You know, I've been thinking. um, I mean... Uh, the, the salts were like uh, pieces of shit anyways so like I guess it really doesn't matter too much that like Juliet like uh, stole something from them and she was doing it for like the greater good and besides that like she was one of the people who like helped like save our town here so I think that's worth something so
1: and um, and and, and he Puckers was like yeah she's been like help rebuilding the bar she literally just helped make this house today like man she's doing a really good job I think we should let her go on good behavior me yeah. as a player felt so fucking bad. I was like, oh, no. I feel bad. I was gonna as, be good.
0: As Boondock just walks off and just kind of says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, and just walks behind Lucky, like, uh, like they own the place, and just starts, like, pulling out a form. As Lucky explains, like, ooh, why are you pulling out a breaking and entering form? And, like, Lucky just kind of, like, is joking on Boondock, like, oh, who do we need to bust this time? ha <laughs> Um, <laughs> As Boondock slowly fills out the form and slides it over to Lucky. (laughs) And Lucky picks up the form. And on the form is Juliet, but spelled wrong. Super wrong. Yeah, it's spelled like (laughs) J-O-O-L-I-E-T-T-E. Juliet. Um, And Lucky, used to Boondock's (laughs) bad spelling, just kind of looks at uh, Boondock and says like, By Juliet, you wouldn't happen to mean her, would you? As Lucky points towards Juliet, and I think this is when you had your grand scheme. If you want to explain, no. You sure? Sure, you want to explain what you did? No. You want to let me explain what you did? No. (laughs) Can we just skip this part? How about I explain this instead? So here's what happened. Juliet, using all two brain cells, has the best idea. I know what'll get me out of this. A spell I haven't used before. And so, Juliet decides to kind of, like, put on her best winning smile, kind of lean down a little bit in just, like, a a mildly seductive pose, and just kind of look at Lucky with all the charm and charisma that she can muster. As Juliet decides to cast Charm Person unlucky. A satyr mind you. First things first, Lucky <laughs> is a satyr. Lucky resists any sort of magic, so Lucky has advantage on the saving throw. Two, the spell is called Charm Person. Lucky is a satyr. That means Lucky is a fey. Charm Person could not immediately would fail on Lucky. Um. And three, because I forgot about that uh, second rule where like Charm Person just couldn't affect Lucky, um, uh, I, I had Lucky roll uh, his saves and he got like a 23 or something like that. I'm like, Does that save? And <laughs> Izzy's like, yeah. <laughs> um, as I say, like, um, okay, so you definitely just cast Charm Person on him, and uh, as Lucky just kind of squints at you, and I direct you to the rule document I posted, <laughs> um, I believe it was four months prior to that session. <laughs> at the very beginning of the camp, before the campaign even started I had a document called Laws and Rules in Phoenix Heart and like just generally the surrounding areas if you look at that lore document there's a very specific example that says charms are illegal to cast on innocents like highly illegal and so I decided to look at what my precedent was for like the the, um, punishments for it and I read out the thing that I had said before session one (laughs) <laughs> and before it, it says any guild member who is caught casting Charm Person on an innocent can be easily um Drop dismissed kick. from their guild, and be sentenced to severe jail time. So, yes. as I explain this to the players, Lucky just kind of looks at you, blinks, and just says, so, you didn't just try to cast Charm Person on me as Juliet's kind of like, come on, you don't have to, like, you don't have to like really jail me for like.
1: That okay, long no, no, time. no 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 no, no, no. Us, wait wait right? wait 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 hold on hold on hold the fuck up I did not read the rules. I will admit that full fucking heartedly. I did read the rules, I skimmed them, to be completely fair. When you told me that, I felt my heart fucking sink into my stomach and I was like, oh shit. As soon as Lucky caught me, I was like, okay, look, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Yes, I did cast that. Yes, I am sorry. I'm going to go sit in this jail cell that's broken because I think the Kieran broke it. And she literally <laughs> goes and sits in this wide open jail cell.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you were saying, like, that, come on, you don't have to, like, be, like, uh, put me in jail before Lucky immediately said, like, uh, so you, you didn't just cast Charm Person on me then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. So I explained all of that. Um, and I also explained to you after the session. Here's another reason why a charm person wouldn't have worked. What charm person causes is that um, if you charm someone, they are friendly towards you. Lucky was already considers you an acquaintance, and Lucky's already friendly towards you. That yeah. doesn't mean that he's going to not jail you if you commit a major crime.
1: You know, I didn't know what I was thinking. I, yeah. To be honest, just you know.
0: Yeah, so now I'm left reeling as a dungeon master, because originally what I had planned was I was going to say, okay, um, you have to, there's a fine of 800 gold, but you guys need to, you know, get along with your mission, so just 800 gold and just say you're sorry and we'll put, brush us all under the, the rug here. But then you up the ante by committing a federal crime. Um... Yeah, fucking Boondock is staring you down, Lucky's staring you down as, like, uh, both of them kind of start to deliberate between themselves because they kind of realize, like, hmm, this needs to be a severe punishment and, like, uh, it needs to be, like, kind of big, but also, like, we don't really want to ruin Juliet's character here and, like, put her in jail for the rest of her life. Um, so they go on to explain this, um, they, they kind of figure out, like, uh, well, uh, he, we, ca- we do need Juliet because, like, she's one of the few people who can help stop the shapeshifter. But, like, um, we're, we're going to have a pretty se- severe penalty, and here's what we're going to do. Uh, they force you to give up all of your non-essential possessions for the mission. Yep. Um, and so... All of the gold you had saved from this big session, especially all the gold you got from like the, the loot hoard that you found, um, I believe it was close to like a thousand gold or something like that. You lost all of your gold, all um, of that. All of like your magic, besides your main magic weapon and like uh, one katana, one dagger, you had to give up the rest of your items that you had also stored uh, throughout the rest of the sessions and like uh, hand them out. And so Lucky explains it as like, uh, you were giving up most of your possessions. Um, lucky explains like uh well the town of hope's landing could use like the gold in the coffers but like we're not really going to use these like items and stuff like that so um lucky kind of like pushes the items towards Boonduck and says like you can distribute these amongst your friends how you so please and i was going to have lucky explain like and also if you decide to give them back to juliet like as long as you do it out of eyesight of me like i won't fucking tell if you won't fucking tell i'll have no way of knowing um And so, but, like, uh, Boondar goes on to explain, like, nope, uh, I'm gonna gather up uh, all the party members, um, bring them out uh, into the sheriff's office and explain that, uh, all right, Julia's committed a federal crime here, and as such, she's forced to give up Um, most of her possessions, so we get to lay dibs on uh, most of her own. Well, before that, I'd like to point out a really good moment, too.
1: When I was setting out all of my stuff, I even took out this cowboy hat that we all... We all went and got cowboy hats before the big mission of going to the, um, uh, mines of Mr. Salt, and I started setting down, and Boondock was like, no, you can keep that, and I was like, I don't deserve this, I literally just committed a federal crime, how, how how would I be deserving of this? He's like, well, can you, can you get it back? Like, can you, you think you can, what did he, what did he say?
0: You think you can earn it back?
1: Earn it back, that's what it was, and I was like, well, I'd like to try at least, and then and then he puts it right back on my head and I was like "Ah!"
0: <laughs> yeah um so you remove everything from your character sheet um and uh yeah. Boondock pl- places it all on the uh desk of Lucky's office um and uh Boondock explains again so federal crime uh everyone gets to lay dibs on uh some of Juliet's stuff and Boondock then says okay um I'm going to take this as Boondock takes all of the items that are on the desk and then turns to you, Juliet, and says, Alright, no, this is a gift from me to you. Um, as Boondock hands you back all of your shit.
1: <laughs> I literally cried. I was like, Yes! My shit! Because, honestly, most of the stuff was just, like, little trinkets and trophies that she's, like, got from uh, just their adventures thus far. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I was so thankful. And then, and then he took me by the shoulders and was like, Ever touch Lucky again? I'll kill you. I'm like, no, that's totally fine. I completely understand. I am so sorry. It will never happen again.
0: Yeah. Um. So we have this like, uh, just emotionally traumatizing moment for Juliet. Yep. Um. As uh, the, the day progresses a little bit longer, and Faith uh, gets the package that has all the outfits and stuff uh, on it. Uh, and So she explains like these like winter ponchos, and like she can enchant them with illusion magic in order to look like whatever you guys choose to. So mm-hmm. all of you guys pick like these wintry outfits and stuff like that. Like Boondock gets a leather duster. You get like a a, a big jacket with like puffy mittens. Mm-hmm. Hops gets a little like dinosaur uh, onesie. Yes. Um, and Essen decides to get a Spanish poncho, I believe. Yes.
1: <laughs> I
0: think Boondock just like
1: just give me what I normally wear.
0: Um, just yeah. you
1: know, straight up. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's what Boon. Okay. That also said in character, but uh, Boondock's player was eventually just like, "Oh, uh, you know what? I I think leather jacket's just cool, so yeah, give, mm-hmm. give Boondock a leather jacket." Um, yeah, I- everyone gets like the the winter gear up. As Faith is handing you uh, the outfits, she's kind of like pauses for a second, as if she's expecting something from you, but uh, of course, Julia's not going to apologize. Hell to no. Faith.
1: Hell no, yeah. she ain't gonna apologize for shit, man. Mm-hmm. Unless, <laughs> unless given a reason, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. But at yeah. the I, at
1: that moment in time, she was still pissed off, so she was like, "No, I ain't saying shit to you, man. Nope." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So at least there's no consequences for this now, and there probably won't be one in the future, right? <laughs> <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, know. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you straight up right now. If God. Cass finds out about this event, whoo-hoo-hoo.
1: Cass has no fucking room to talk after that. I'm allowed to louse out <laughs> after the shit he pulled. I, that's fine. I don't care if Cass finds out.
0: <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> you can try it. You can see what happens then. F- fuck I'll, around and find I'll out. i fucking tell
1: Cass. How about that? I'm gonna call him up right now and be like, oh, wait, I can't. <laughs> um
0: yeah you, as soon as you guys got in all your supplies now you got in a, a wagon to take you guys up there and um uh, you, you realize that um you guys can start heading out pretty soon here um so the townsfolk uh most of them kind of gather up to say goodbye to boondock um Ma, uh, is about to, like, just kind of say, like, this big, like, uh, goodbye to Boondock, but eventually just decides against it and just decides to wrap Boondock up in a big hug Mm -hmm. before, uh, just telling them to go out there and raise some hell. Um, and so, uh, Lucky also decides to say goodbye to Juliet. (laughs) And as Lucky, like, walks up to you and says, like, uh, oh, hey, like, uh, I hope there's no hard feelings, like, between us, because, like, you know, that was kind of a, a rough whole thing there. Um, Juliet very awkwardly shakes his hand, but just, like, is looking at Boondock, like, I hey, he, he approached me first. He, he, yeah, yeah.
1: Literally, <laughs> she was like, no please get away here. from me. I don't want to talk to you. You're going to get me killed. Please stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah and then i think that is where we yeah. stopped because then we pretty much just saddled up in the wagon and headed off to soliana
0: um, yeah so um this is honestly two sessions worth of content but just like having a nice little downtime was nice for you guys to just interact with each other in like lower stakes environments and like mm-hmm. um you just get to kind of like hang out and chill and kind of get to know each other a little bit and get oh, to yeah. Make some horrible, horrible mistakes.
1: Damn, dude. I don't... I don't know if Juliet would ever go back to Hope's Landing unless they absolutely had to, because I think she honestly felt bad about doing that to Lucky. And I feel like... I don't know. Because I remember um, the scene where Mom Boondock was telling them, if any of you need a place to stay or to hide or whatever, you always have a place in Hope's Landing. And Juliet did not meet her gaze. The end of that, and I was like,
0: mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> "Yeah, I know. It, it's definitely very interesting because, like, it, it's one of the it's it's, it's a redeeming factor about Juliet because, like, you know, she'll raise some shit, she'll do some stupid things, but like, she does feel guilty about like some of the shit she pulls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it, it is that is actually pretty interesting though that like." Julia just feels way too guilty about the, the whole thing to, like, go back. Mm-hmm. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? You literally committed a federal crime against an innocent man. That's fair. And, like, mm-hmm. what would you even say? That's like, fair. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I'd be like, uh, nope, never going back there again. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Yeah, should we wrap this thing up then? I think that's about uh, a real long talk yeah. about downtown uh, downtime. Um, yeah. So thank you all for listening to a- another episode of Phoenix Chat. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the our, our our first retelling of Juliet's biggest fuck up. Um, yeah. Uh, we, yeah. We unfortunately, I don't think in the future we have like too many extremely big fuck ups like this one. But hey, I mean. Um, it is Juliet, so I mean. There's like two. Mm-hmm.
1: There's for like now. two
0: for
1: now. For now,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yay>. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, Phoenix Jet. <Jack>. Yay! <laughs>